0: Hey, and welcome back to The Best Thing You Watched This Week. Chris from Movies and Munchies. Myself, Ruben from The Ruby Tuesday. Do a podcast that's video and audio called The Best Thing You Watched This Week. And you guessed it. We talk about The Best Thing We Watched This Week. How many times can you say that three times first without getting tongue twisted? Not many. (laughs) I do have to apologize ahead in advance if I do like a coughing thing i've had the lurgy this week which is why i haven't done many reviews this week so i'll just let chris talk while i lean away so that you don't have your ears blasted in the audio that week but i I think we've got some interesting stuff to talk about uh i think we've got i know we have some christmas stuff to talk about Mm -hmm. uh, as we generally do and then in our audio exclusive we're going to be talking about the third and final part of the trilogy of apes together strong uh, war for the planet of the Apes. so if you wherever you listen to your audio podcast we are there and we have that extra audio content which is a movie we haven't seen for a while or i've never seen but we also talk about entertainment news and things we are looking forward to coming up and that'll be like the christmas stuff that's coming up this week so um possibly we can talk about a little bit at the end about you know where we see things going towards the new year mm. you know i'll be doing anything new because don't forget the first thing we are doing uh, literally the first time we come back uh not this week obviously but the 6th of january same time this is uh released we're doing a live ultra lord live a live uh best thing we watched on chris's channel the movies and munchies on my channel the ruby tuesday we will be live together at the same time you can chat to us uh, if you like supporting both of us, you could have both two, two separate screens on and watch both chats <laughs> and ask us questions at the same time. Maybe you can get your questions in because uh, we're going to be answering your questions. We're also going to be talking about the stuff that we've seen that week. If there's like little chats because people aren't awake or what time it is in the world, then we'll just carry on talking about what we normally do. The best thing we watched, But we're looking forward to interacting with you guys because that's what makes this fun. Yes. The comments. The, the movie quizzes it's always fun to see what you guys answer or what you don't answer my stupid questions that I have in here the interaction we get with you that's why we do this I mean apart from our we love chatting because we're good friends we you know we talk about entertainment we're going to do that anyway but having you guys come in having a nice community now that some people have joined us on the Patreon incidentally our Patreon starts at one pound and we have over 75 videos there probably 80 by the end of this week because I've got a bunch that I need to put up <laughs> And uh, we've got some really interesting new Patreon stuff uh, I'm looking forward to. One uh, that is Eurovision. So I'm just giving a tease, Ooh. something to do with Eurovision for the new year. And uh, there's a skit coming out this this week, uh, next couple of days nice. that I haven't edited yet, but it should be up there <laughs> soon. And we're going to do a couple of other skits that we've got planned in the works. So lots going on in here, but... Right now, we're going to do the video segment of the best thing we watched. But, Chris, movie quiz. Answers from last week. Yes. How did that go? (laughs) Um,
1: Well, okay, so YouTube has been a little weird. Because a couple of weeks ago, Nostromo was Mm. answering things, but his comments were just not showing up at all. Don't know why that was. Um, I think we have that sorted out because now I'm getting his comments. But Tara Briscoe... uh, her comments just were not there last week or maybe even before that so oh. i d- i don't know i'm not deleting comments i don't delete comments off of youtube Are you deleting them no i just leave them on there cuz i i mean you, you whatever you say you say and short of you being like tremendously homophobic uh racist um or like threatening somebody which goes against youtube's policies i mm. I I let it be on there because I mean you oh. know that's that's you and people can speech people yeah. can judge you for that I you know, whatever but I don't yeah don't delete them I, <clears throat> I'll ignore it like I just scroll past it if I don't want but so anyway Tara Briscoe won last week uh also won this week as well oh. as Chris La- Chris Retzlaff who won this week too um and he wants me to be promoted by the way I don't know to what but um he just wants me to be promoted. So oh. you 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 can think about that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Theme for last week was wrestling, uh the answers, Nacho Libre, Ready to Rumble and the Peanut Butter Falcon. Nice. Have you seen Ready to Rumble? David Arquette, Scott Kahn, I don't uh, Oliver Platt. I I've
0: seen Jackie Chan in Ready to Rumble.
1: I don't think that's the same movie.
0: No, I don't think that's the same movie.
1: Yeah, no, this is, this is. I think a, it's another
0: film called Ready to Rumble.
1: Really? Oh, huh? this yeah. is, this is a dumb movie and I don't no, know no, if it no, holds up. No, 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 sorry. Down.
0: Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm thinking of a different, yeah. It's just because that's the word rumble. It's isn't. got
1: the rumble in yeah. it, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: got the rumble. It's got to be the same movie. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, so I don't think I've seen that.
1: <clears throat> it's, I don't know if it holds up. Um, There's this one scene, though, that, that always stuck with me about David Arquette getting a free Slurpee. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it, Okay. um, This week, I have a bunch actually, not just three. I have more than that. Oh, wow. So, just, this is this, like
0: Christmas special.
1: Yeah. This is just, <laughs> this is bonus fun. I think almost all of these are going to be very, very easy, which they're designed to be. Okay. So, Yay. you know, just for the, the end there. But,
0: okay. What, normally? Because they're not normally easy.
1: No, they're not normally easy. No. No, they're no. they're designed okay. to be okay. difficult. <laughs> these are these are much less <laughs> difficult. I chose Yay. I chose very well known movies, very popular movies, and for the most part, quotes that are very easily recognizable. Okay. For the most part.
0: Let's do this. <laughs> Let's okay. see if I can get some <clears> at <throat> least one week.
1: Okay, number one. Only one thing in the world could have dragged me away from the soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I know that one. Okay. God save my broken little bo- Oh, no. I put the words out of order. God save my little broken body. There are other quotes oh. that I could have done that are so much <laughs> more identifiable. But yeah, you know, <laughs> okay. but that yeah. Okay. Number 3. Son of a nutcracker. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got that one. Number 4. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant.
0: <laughs> I know that one. You do, but I don't know it. Okay, ah, maybe it'll come to me.
1: There was one. There was more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus. Duh. <laughs> you, you, Duh. You 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 got to know that one. I'm sure. Okay. <clears throat> Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? (laughs) Okay. (sighs) My last one, this one might be difficult, uh, but maybe not. My dear Mm -hmm. partner, when what's left of you gets around to what's left to be gotten, what's left to be gotten won't be worth getting whatever it is. You've got left.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: It's a great movie. It's classic. So anyway, let us know in the comments. These are all, I'm just going to give it to you too. These are all Christmas themed Christmas movies. Um, so, the huge hint there. So, if some of them kind of sound familiar, just run through your list of Christmas movies that, and there you go. Uh, we'll give you a shout out um, next week. Ruben, what is your mm. question?
0: What is the greatest superhero movie that has or is during the. <clears throat> Christmas period. How many do you know that are actually set?
1: Superhero? Yeah. Uh, Shazam. That's pretty good. I I still really enjoy the first one. I think it is. I think the
0: first one is actually really good.
1: Yeah. And I mean, come on. That iconic scene where he jumps off the building and does the thing and yells Shazam and then flies. Superhero right there. Um, yeah. So, But, yeah, um, I, I can't think of any other ones. I'm sure there are, but.
0: Wh- yeah, I mean, they're, they're, there's like Iron Man 3.
1: <coughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Hawkeye is during Christmas. The, Hawkeye. The, 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 My go-to
0: would be, would be uh, Tim Burton's Batman Returns.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I know there's a few more. Okay. Uh, Edward Scissorhands might be in there. I don't know if you can class him as a superhero but an awkward gothic hero I don't know.
1: <laughs> sure i'm yeah i'm not sure i would call it a what's your superpower yeah, well this is true yeah, trimming hedges yeah, yeah, and hair <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh oh, yeah it depends
0: goodness. what you classify as superhero but yeah let us know in the comments if you can think of i know there's loads more and it's really hard to think of in when you take one genre. Like, what's your favorite superhero movie? You can probably like name five and then yeah. whittle it down. But then add the <laughs> Christmas holidays. Like, yeah. Uh, that so that's a trickier one.
1: Yeah. It so got, l-
0: mm, let us know your narrow. ones. I, I think Batman Returns is pretty good, to be honest.
1: It has uh, been forever and a day since I've watched it. Like, like probably more than two decades.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Um, Danny DeVito's the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Keaton,
1: uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as is she the, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? as Catwoman? Yeah, yeah. So damn <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, well, let us know that also. We would love. I would love to see the answers in this uh, because there's also yeah. animated stuff too. You know what I mean? Animated oh, superhero sure. movies that so probably many great
0: animated. superhero movies was that take place during Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really like that. That that basically is a superhero movie. The Guardians. What was that oh the got, gu-
1: the owl the the gal- not the
0: guardians of the owl of gaul no. no the the guardians got santa claus the sandman <sighs> the rabbit
1: uh oh and that's a great oh, film well, chris pine is the star of that yes yeah uh, yes i gotta look that that's up now because it's really bothering great me.
0: and they're basically superheroes because they it's it, like it's showcased as a superhero movie y- they all have like these wicked powers. Yeah.
1: I think it's that the
0: Ice Man is trying to take over
1: Yeah. Christmas or something. Oh you know what I really liked this too Frost. because it um cuz Santa Claus was all tatted up.
0: Yes. Yeah, he yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, they were really interesting designs.
1: Yeah. Um trying to find it here. Um when was this? Gosh. Um Early 2000s? Mm, is it the Guardi- Rise, of the, no, 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 Rise no. of the Guardians.
0: Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. 2012. Yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen it, I highly recommend it. It's actually a very good one. Hugh Jackman is The Bunny. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is North. Uh, Isla Fisher's Tooth. Chris Pine, Jack Frost. That's right. Uh, Jude Law is Pitch. I know there's more. Uh, Trying to think.
1: Yeah, no, that is. Anyway, that is a great film i need to watch that again
0: i do too 7.2 on imdb that's fairly high
1: yeah yeah that is oh. that's pretty good so yeah that was fun and that's a good family movie if i remember yeah, it is. correctly so yeah
0: it is yeah okay it's very fun good nice one all right let's dive into the best thing we watched this week cool would you would you like to kick us off i think i feel like i'm or stealing the limelight,
1: so oh, psh, well, it's it, it's our show. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> it's give and take. I mean, there's, there's nobody else here, so hey, one of us <laughs> has to go first. Um, okay, yeah, because I think this is going to be on your your list as well. But, um, Gyeongxiang creature, a, uh, I'm so glad you know how to say it. Song. G- I, I, Gyeongxiang, Gyeongxiang. I I, uh, I didn't even try. I, well, yeah. I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly, <laughs> or if I'm saying something that's that that's not that. Oh, that'd be worse. Yeah. Imagine you're saying something just rude. Yeah, that, uh, yeah sorry guys. That's like a fear yeah. of mine to, that I'm. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. But so Netflix series, uh <laughs> part one, which we can talk about that too. At some, um, I, I don't understand this. I mean, it's I was told it was six episodes. Uh, But then there was (laughs) seven, Um, (laughs) Mm. Uh, but then there are three episodes more coming eight, nine, and 10 coming at the beginning of January, January 5th.
0: Yeah. I think it's the fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: Okay. So the, I mean, the premise of the historical setting of the Japanese invading and being inside Korea and still Mm oppressing them i mean as a as a real thing and then throwing in the sci-fi element of yeah well and actually not i mean the human experimentation during world war two into
0: (laughs) science fiction fantasy
1: exactly because i mean we know that the germans were doing you know yeah. experimenting on people the whole there's that whole theory that
0: hitler was into the supernatural and mm-hmm. he was like always experimenting on people like it and so now you have this which i think is based on stories like a, a semi-factual to a point mm. right yeah
1: and then and then we go into the sci-fi which is i liked it i i like the this this undefined thing that is injected or ingested by people, and most of the time it doesn't work, but one time yeah. it does. Oh, kills you horribly. Yeah. yeah, and then we get this this creature, like it says in the title, with some freaky abilities. I mean, you know, and it's it's pretty much unstoppable. I mean, because even when it's there's a defense mechanism it has if it's knocked out, which I thought was like mm. genius. So. Um did you yeah, care about oh, the that characters? Was so clever. Did you care about the human characters?
0: No, I really did. That was one of my favorite things about it. Because um and I think it takes its time getting into the story. Mm-hmm. After we had that initial really interesting big high explosive intro, it's just it slows right down and we get maybe two episodes of just world building of this is the the racism that we're experiencing mm-hmm. Um, this is like the two cultures that are clashing. One is basically uh, putting uh, people under them like slaves. It has that that kind of sense to it. It reminded me a lot of the uh, the Germans and the, and the Jews, you know, the yeah. Nazis and the Jews. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it has that sort of flavor, I guess. And then you take the the culture of both of those, you put them on display between the costume designs and the sets, and you have this all the all these it's like a really multifaceted, multi-layered thing but what they concentrate is those people especially uh, the japanese that are known as the rebels um or, or some is not known as the rebels but you spend big chunks of time with them and not too long flashbacks but when we do get flashbacks they really add and i'll say not background to the character they add emotional Content mm-hmm. to the characters that we've come to like already, but then you add weight to them. So it's not just like, oh, this is what they used to do. This is who they were. The stuff we're seeing, and it's they don't take like long, but it's like little bits that really go, oh, I understand why she is acting like that, why he's acting like that. Um, now I really care about them.
1: Yeah, the depth that they provide is outstanding, mm. and I like um, in in novels. Because uh, I read a lot of like um, murder mystery type things or detective type, or you know something like that or maybe supernatural or whatever. I love when it starts out with something big and then steps back, and then we yeah. then we go into because you've hooked me now with something fun and and bigger you know and it kind of gives me a taste of what's to come later. But now I get mm. to experience the world and I get to find out about the characters and then so when we get to another big action sequence i'm invested in what's going on versus it just being action for action's sake which can be fun but it's not memorable you know and that's what i yeah. I, I loved this too because we start out you're right with that that big and it, it's kind of weird and we don't we don't see if we don't all,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> we kind of don't know what's going on um it's the classic aliens less is more mm-hmm. like you literally don't see the creature feature until like episode four latent episode 4 properly yes you, you see bits in the smoke little things moving in and out like and it's really creepy it adds to that atmosphere and it really helps as well that that the cinematography with the color palette that, that they use so good like that's something that the south koreans do amazingly well with their dramas the look the feel of it they create atmosphere and this was because there's a lot of uh, south korean content someone commented on my reviews like i feel like there's one every week there basically is yeah. one every week but now finding the good ones in that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um because they they generally have a level of quality to them but the ones that stick out yeah. are like really really good and this i i felt like the only reason why i wouldn't give this five out of five is because they've split the damn series and I'm also hearing that they might have renewed it for a second season already, which makes me think this is not a contained story I don't want them to drag it out if you're gonna do another sort of creature feature um, Like they finish one story and then they like someone survives from this and they go and do another experiment, and you know There's definitely that kind of Frankenstein story yeah. in here the,
1: uh, I, Well, and I agree like at the end of episode seven we see a slight tease which i'm more apt to believe that that's going to then come to fruition in eight nine or ten episodes you know versus it being held for a second season they better not do that i don't that will lose that will lose what they've built yeah because this whole i mean there's there's several facets to the story which are very engaging because you have the missing persons mystery the the little bit of the rebellion type thing going on which i think is going to have some more ramifications later because or at least in the last three episodes um and then you have the guy who is He's not even an anti-hero because he's not, I mean, he starts out, you're thinking that he's kind of like the bad guy who we're going to want to root for, but he's not a bad guy. I mean, he's really a a good guy who's just, he's figured it out.
0: Yeah. He's, he's the guy that everybody goes to Mm -hmm. if they need help in any way. And you might even think that he's such a bad guy, but the more that you, you get to know him by the end, you understand even what he was doing with all that stuff
1: <laughs> yeah well and the, there's that that scene with the like his aunt type of thing i mean she's not really his aunt but yeah whoa to give context to not only their relationship but him <sighs> yeah was brutal. huge yeah
0: i mean a lot of the series is heavy as heck man <laughs> the, the, like when we say we're getting context the stuff that these people have gone through is is awful we have horrible torture the the worst of mankind being showcased Mm -hmm. through what we're doing is right because might is right and uh the the winners make the history books basically and so they get away with so much for so long so when there is an up and comings i am like yeah kill (laughs) him like do it do it well. And when it showcases action, I mean, we ha- we haven't talked about the action at all. <laughs> no, I we not I suppose <laughs> we can. There's there's a variety of action in this. You have the monster action, mm-hmm. which is incredibly done. <laughs> and, and gory. I think there's, yeah, and really gory. And I think for the most part, CG is good. Some of the movements you can notice isn't quite right. But I forgive it because what would a monster actually look like in real life? Like, so your eyes go, but that doesn't look quite real. Like, but what is real? Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part i thought i thought the design of the creature looked great so when we're seeing that in action through the atmosphere that the creator is fantastic but then we have hand-to-hand combat as well like a, a sequence that's beautifully choreographed that i thought was excellent uh combat with uh gunfights that is brutal uh, and also very real this is not like quick time you're know, dodging bullets Mm-mm. this is just what bullets would do to you you don't know who's safe who's going to survive it, it, there's some characters in this that i absolutely love that i was just gutted when i saw stuff happen to them and and, yeah. and also
1: when they're not major mm. players but you still feel such a connection to them exactly oh, that, and that's
0: clever writing that's
1: it is this i mean i love it the the Everything so far, like I agree with you, the, the, and I didn't give it a score yet just because Mm. it's, it's not done and who knows, they may, they may fumble the end and just, you (laughs) know, and I, I think I will be really less thrilled if they ended on some kind of cliffhanger. Um, Mm. I mean if they if it is actually 100% confirmed that a second season is coming I would be more forgiving but also how mm. long is that going to be you know is it going to be 5 years or whatever Yeah
0: sometimes it's 3 4 years especially the South Korean ones we've been waiting for like Sweet Home and all of those mm-hmm. for years
1: Well mm. yeah and going back to the action too like they I love it when they um when they increase either the frame rate or the shutter speed so it removes the blur the motion blur. tell me how you
0: noticed that like i didn't like i was watching your review oh. and i was like oh that's interesting how, how do you pick that up
1: uh because you don't have like the faster your shutter speed goes right on just a mm. regular camera it reduces the motion blur because it's now the, the shutter um even on a mirrorless it's going it's catching more yeah and yeah, so sure. kind of so yeah. at 24 frames a second you have which is kind of what our eyes view things as you see yep. you know if i move my hand you see motion blur there's a blur to yep. it right there yep. if i crank yep. up though my shutter speed you it it takes on a less real look at different points because mm. you get to see things kind of hyper realistic and uh-huh. um so, and i love it on certain times when they do that there's there's a bunch of movies where Where you can always tell where it shifts in an action Mm. sequence. Like I even think of like, I mean, gosh, going back to like Harry Potter and, um, uh, the last movie where they're running through the, um, or no, it was the second to last movie. They're running through the forest and, um, the, the catchers or the snatchers are shooting, you know, from their wands and the trees are exploding and stuff like that. There's a, there's a quality in the film that changes. And it, mm. um, you can see that it's now goes to hyper realistic. Yeah, it's more, and, and it's still, it's still. Is that like, it's like not,
0: sixty frames a second then, or something? It,
1: well, and see, and I don't know, I don't know if they're doing it. Um, and sorry for geeking out on this, everybody. If you <laughs> well. just, you know, but I don't know if they've increased the frame rate like they did. You know, remember in the Hobbit where yeah, because that was so like whoa. Yeah, that <laughs> because you can, you can keep your frame rate the same and still increase the shutter speed. And that will do, it will be less, um, what am I trying to that's say? That's jarring. It is. Yes. Because it, Cause it, sometimes you watch
0: something, it's too crisp. Yeah. Yes. Which is uh, what I felt in the Hobbit. Too crisp. Yeah.
1: So it's not, yeah. it's not like we're, you know, doubling or tripling the frame rate. It's just, mm. I'm, I'm capturing more of the, fr- you know, more information in each of those frames mm. faster. And so, yeah, that's my shutter going up and down. Um <laughs> And, and so then it, um it, you know, think about it in like a, you know, like a like an animated thing. Yeah, you and your frog there. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'm the frog. Um. <laughs> oh, <at> the frog. <laughs> anyway, it, it, i frog. Anyway, you will see it. I hope now. Like thinking about it and be being conscious about it. You know, go back and watch a couple of the sequences. So, like, you know, watch before the action happens, and then when they start to fight, mm. and you get to see. It's a shift. That's all it is. And it's not, it's not yeah. a bad shift. Like I, I appreciate it more because in these because of things, yeah, it worked. I want to okay. see some of the, you know, the punches being thrown really quickly and the kicks mm. and everything and not, and not have it blurred, especially when they are also combining it with quick cuts, you know, yeah. they, so, which I did appreciate that they didn't do that all the time that we got to see, you know, step back or, or just see a sequence play out for a few more seconds than, you know, one every 30 or half a second, you know, an angle changes. Are you there? Did you lose me?
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. Really. I'm uh, reading the comments from Rotten Tomatoes from the audience because it seems to have been uh, (laughs) not well received. Really? Yeah. The boring creature content will definitely ruin your Christmas mood. Uh, Are we watching the same thing? this show is tedious and unoriginal it's only enjoyable for fans of the cast i'd rather watch my house house's creature dog pee that is so weird because it's no tension no horror tedious boring bad monster design bad sound design been waiting for this series for, to start for months only to be utterly disappointed
1: hmm. okay
0: i mean it's early days yet it's only 50 so normally we get like um hundreds like hundreds yeah. and sometimes thousands. Yeah. So I'm waiting for people for the moment that the critics love it. It's like 80.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I care about the characters and there is tension there, e- even though, and admittedly the mystery, uh, with the creature, it's, it's pretty obvious you know and how it ties in you know how the holes the whole story interweaves together that that part is obvious but i didn't mind that um
0: if you want to know how you know when a critic hasn't actually watched the episodes and they're reviewing something here's one from chase hutchinson who reviews from collider right mm -hmm. fairly big titles given it five out of ten just as we get glimpses of the cre- the creepy creature, there are flashes of a better show and some moments that grab hold. The trouble is the rest of the series just marches right past its most promising elements without stopping for more than a second. So one, this isn't a fast series. It takes its time and everything. But the glimpses are only from the first few episodes. It, it, we get full-on proper creature Revelation, fighting, gory moments for like episode five and six and seven. So
1: and a lot he of it.
0: he hasn't watched it. Yeah, we yeah. Get so a he hasn't watched one of the
1: creature. I mean, th- that's
0: just proof. Yeah, <sighs> giving critics a bad name.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, dude, I loved it. I, I thought it was I loved fantastic. it too, and I'm very excited yeah. for <laughs> for the next. I really want
0: episodes. to, I'm really looking forward to those next three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Well, what's, what's next mm. on your list?
0: <laughs> I do want to talk about Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Um, okay. Because I know you didn't like it. And I know it's very much split uh, in like, well, for one, I've seen people that have been like had goodie bags and suddenly their scores are really high. And then I've seen critics that have not had goodie bags and their scores are really low. I haven't had any goodie bags, but my score would be fairly high because I prefer this movie to a lot of the Star Wars movies we've had. Okay. It was an interesting comment from my son as well, actually. Youngest son, he's 18. And he said there were more original ideas in that than the Star Wars stuff. He prefers this to the Star Wars stuff he's seen of late. And I I couldn't disagree with him. I, I can totally see where Zach has taken from every genre of sci-fi fantasy (laughs) fantasy heroes like this is his hero you can see the avengers in it you know like when when, once we have all the team members assembled for rebel moon you can see like where he's going with it now coming from the perspective of this is the beginning of a universe um that they're building there's going to be an anime there's going to be a game there's a part two at least uh and I think Netflix has signed on to do, you know, produce most of those. I think fans, not even fans, people that have watched Snyder films that enjoy Snyder films know what to expect when you're getting what, and that's what you get from this. People that don't like Snyder films that still go and watch a Snyder film, you're dealing with yourself because Snyder sticks to what he does best. Uh, he does slow mo a lot of it in this movie, like a heck of a lot of it. Too much. Uh, of it. I'm sorry. That is, uh, and I'm not even done styl- with
1: the movie yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but stylistically, visually, mm-hmm. this film's incredible. The sets, every world we go and visit, is uniquely designed, differently made, creature um, designs that are incredible to look at and so much fun. There's a, there's a, I love all the the characters that we've being given ideas of who they are and i say ideas because there's not a lot of backstory given to those the main protagonist um she gets them the most sofia botella and, and she does well with what she's given there's a, a um an android that i love that we get next to no information about but there's the promises of things to come that i'm very excited about we get uh, the obvious like hand solo sort of character, all those that you could totally yep. place in the, the, the Star Wars sure. universe. I love the model designs, the character designs. There's a there's a spider woman that was beautifully done. Oh, that was uh like like horrific. There's there's creatures that you see designed from other planets that I thought the CG was incredible on. Like literally brilliant. There's a moment where somebody's been controlled the human is being controlled by like a squid tentacle thing talking through it. It's like that reminds me of that moment from Independence Day, but just way worse because it's like zombie sort of talking. Yeah, The the ideas of the fantasy is what Star Wars wishes it had done better, right? There's moments in this that really outshine. So, yeah, I can totally get people not liking like there's so much slow-mo. Yes, too much. There's some stuff that doesn't quite work in the storyline. Yes, but... What I want, I'm i am a kid eating a bag of popcorn with my sweets, seeing superhero elements, exploring the galaxy, um, watching my team overcome the worst odds. Like, if I want an escapist movie, this is it. Like, this is great. And I think that's what Zack Snyder caters for. He does the escapist new worlds. There's a Pegasus in this, it's so well done, it's fantastic. I—I oh,
1: uh, I, uh, Did you notice but, the Harry Potter one? Yeah, sorry, not Pegasus, the, the Yeah, Hippogriff. the Harry
0: Potter, the Hippogriff, yeah. Dude. That was wonderful. I,
1: I liked the design, but it made me laugh when when the character to approach it bowed down. I was like, D- seriously, this is.
0: That's just law, Chris. It Approach it with respect.
1: Uh, sure.
0: Have you never sure. done that with Hippogriff?
1: Uh, not recently, no. Um,
0: <laughs> well, any, next time
1: <laughs> I okay. So here's my thing with this. Um, a lot of the design and the creativity in it, I like. Um, the woman who fights, uh, Nemesis, who fights—is that her name? Nemesis. She fights Nemesis.
0: She, the, she, the with the two swords. Yeah,
1: she fights the Spider Lady. Yeah. Um, yeah, because and we you saw this in like the trailer. She has lightsabers, except. Mm. They're not always lightsabers, and I like that. I liked the idea of that, that you could turn it on and off, and it still be a weapon. Actually, the weapon,
0: like the molten weapon, very cool.
1: yeah. So sorry. No, 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 no. It's so like there's there's elements of this that I'm really liking, and I'm only halfway through uh, because again, this is a forty-five minute movie that is stretched two hours (laughs) and twenty minutes because of all the slow motion.
0: Some of the slow motion really does work, but I do understand some of
1: it does work. (laughs) But there is a point where it becomes a gimmick rather than enhancing.
0: does (laughs) (laughs) does <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> anyway um I, i'm only halfway through the movie so mm. i can't i can't speak to how it ends and, and my my opinion is not fully formed yet i'm like i keep holding out hope that i'm going to be uh. Uh, sucked in more like i'm watching mm. it and i'm i am i'm
0: struggling there is a moment unfortunately it comes towards the end where you feel more emotionally entangled okay. because of something that happens with the team okay and that's kind of when i wanted like oh now i want to see what they do sort of thing yeah and that's kind of where it ends so
1: <laughs> well and and you know and to be fair like there's all these rumors that snyder has his director's cut of this movie mm. why don't we just see that at the get-go because watch time we Well, dude, if you want
0: they'll release two
1: versions (laughs) i know but people would eat up this i mean that's the thing because we watched the joss whedon abomination of how he changed Mm. justice league and then we were given snyder's justice league as it was meant to be
0: to be fair they spent another 70 million on snyder's justice league
1: okay but you know what redoing but the story was wonderful oh his was so good it made sense Very well done. it had characters yeah. that i cared about it had villains who had way every one of
0: his director's cuts are better than yeah. the original so why don't they just release
1: the original yeah, why don't yeah. you just let him do this thing especially on netflix it's you're not putting mm. it out into the theater so if you have a four-hour director's cut why do you care that means people yeah. are just well, sitting you would there love watching it. way
0: more watch time. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. We're we're come on. I, I binge through six episodes <laughs> or twelve episodes of a show. Why can't I just sit down for a four hour movie? And he and they saw even, how
0: much people loved the Snyder cut of
1: um
0: what was it called, Justice the Justice League? League.
1: Yeah, yeah. And mm. Well, and he even broke that up into chapters, so you yeah. could had there were natural breakpoints where it was like, okay, but I'll come back tomorrow to to finish this out. Awesome! True. The, I, yeah, I think they're shooting. Yeah, I do.
0: I, if there is a extended, I'll definitely watch it. Oh yeah, me um, too. I like it as it is. I can see its flaws, but I went in knowing what it was going to be. I think, and I okay. wasn't disappointed with what I got. Like there were some parts I was just like, <laughs> that would never happen. But I'm still, I'm still the little kid, uh, you know, in in the chair with the going, egg. Oh, look at that! You know, you got the the hippogriff. In a Western sort of yeah. Firefly series, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then you have different like Chinese influences or Japanese influences, yeah. your Western space opera. It's yeah. so cool. Like the, the coolness factor, that's what I
1: liked. The creativity is there. I, I gotta give him that. Yeah. Um, I just, I want to be more invested in the character. So,
0: you need to watch um, these films with me because i feel i feel like my
1: your enthusiasm uh, excited
0: little kid uh, will feed off
1: on me a little bit more yeah (laughs) okay fair enough
0: unless you sit there
1: going (laughs) (laughs) no see and that was the funny thing too i was like i was excited to watch it despite what everybody else was saying i was like "Eh, i don't know is it really gonna be and i'm like well i I'm just not engaged that's really the only thing that's that's holding me back is that i just i don't i would like especially if you say that there's some really good emotional and character weight Mm. towards the end i would Mm. prefer that if that was woven throughout so that yeah
0: but it's it's a thing that happens that you probably see coming Mm. but it's a thing that i think spurs the audience onto liking the group that is now formed um, gotcha. Gives them them emotional sure. weight. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I really didn't like about the movie was literally the the only thing that like the major issue for me was the there's this focus pull thing that they do where a lot of it is out of focus. Um, I noticed that it it's it works sometimes in some films. So there's a bridge scene you'll notice right at the beginning. Um, not even right at the beginning. Anyway, people are walking over this bridge in this nice idyllic village with you know where they're mm-hmm. growing crops and stuff. The bridge is in focus, but everybody outside of the bridge that we're meant to be focusing on is out of focus. So they walk into focus. And it was really, it it took me out of it. It was like, and I know that's a stylistic choice, but he does a lot of that in this movie where it's like this character is talking. I saw once that he he, he did it like a shallow focus, a pull focus Mm -hmm. really quick. Um, I was like. I'm not sure if i was meant to see that or that was on purpose but there was a lot of stuff like that's not in focus you have such a beautiful background why aren't you letting me see it (laughs) so yeah
1: choices choices Yeah. yeah 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 okay well cool well i'm glad you had a lot of fun with it and so we'll see if yeah when i when i finish it maybe my opinion goes up or down we'll see
0: right so chris what is next on your
1: list all right, so this one is a rom com, uh, paid by numbers, exactly what I wanted it to be. Really, uh, anyone but you, Glenn Powell, Sydney mm. Sweeney. Um, it it feels a lot like a late '90s, early '2000s rom com. Um, Remind
0: me what it's called again?
1: Anyone but you. Anyone but you. Where we have that's these, such a generic oh, rom com title. Oh, totally. No, no. Every yeah, yeah. It I, and you have the the annoying trope of characters not communicating, which sets off the entire misunderstanding. You know what I mean? Had they just had a 30-second conversation, all would be fine, but then we don't have a movie. So, you have these two people who meet, they have a great first date, and then because of a misunderstanding, they don't talk, and they actually become antagonistic to each other. (laughs) <laughs> they happenstance are related or friends with two people who are getting married and mm. that wedding is taking place in Australia. So now they are traveling to Australia. Oh geez. Um Do they
0: sit on the plane next to each other? No, the they, they don't.
1: Um, no. But it's the setup. I mean, like they show a lot, they show too much in the trailer of certain aspects of it. And then it plays mm. out exactly like that in the, um,
0: is this, on Netflix? Or no, like no theater. Cinema release. Yeah, it just came out oh, okay. in the
1: cinemas. We went and saw it um, opening night. And And okay. um, it is, it's cheesy, it's cringy in spots, and yet it is very, very endearing and sweet. You know all of the beats coming up. I mean, it is so predictable, so obvious. But what
0: makes this the best thing <clears throat> On the best thing, like what? What? Why
1: does it stand out for you uh, amongst all the other romcom? Well, the charisma and the chemistry between the two, I loved. Like I actually, uh, I and I didn't look it up because I didn't. I just kind of wanted the um, the fantasy in my head that these two were actually mm. together. They feel oh, wow. like they are falling in love. Um There's little things, uh, like I had said in my review, like Sydney Sweeney bites her lip at one point, and it, it felt natural, like it felt genuine. Like she was looking at yeah. him, and was like actually like, "Oh, I have some feelings for him." And then there's this.
0: see, that's that's you often don't get that in romance uh, rom coms. You you have to believe that they're into each other, and that, and if you can get that down, the atmosphere, then everything else kind of falls into place.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's like some of the comedy. Actually, A lot of the comedy works, but I think what makes it even better, like in the trailer, there's this part where they go on a hike and they have decided mm. to, um, they understand that they're being played, uh, to try and be set up as, as uh, a couple. Um, yeah. and it's really, it's much ado about nothing, the Shakespeare story. Um, but because they know they're now playing into that. To make people believe that they are actually a couple, and so they have, <laughs> like in the trailer, they're they're looking out on this uh, out this vista top of a mountain because they all went on a hike, and so they have a, their hands down each other's pants on their butts and stuff. Oh my gosh! Oh. So there, there's moments that are shown in the trailer that are exactly in the movie, and they're cute. But mm. in this scene, there are times where the focus shifts to the rest of the group. But then Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell are back in the background out of focus, but you can still see their movements and it is hilarious because <laughs> it's, because it's not the focus and yet it is just, I mean, what they're doing is crazy and just awesome. So there's, there's these things there's, um, I mean, even to the credits, when you go to the, the, the end credit thing, it feels mm. exactly like a late nineties rom-com movie, what they do. <laughs> It is. do it, they have do they have like bits of the
0: some of those nineties they had like extra footage or, I don't know behind the scenes or bloopers or it's
1: it is it's all scenes from the movie with a theme interplaying but it's full screen it doesn't shrink down oh, wow. so that the I mean so the credits are over off to the side while you're watching right. the th- and it is uh, it's so good it's so much fun um and you have the Like the side characters, like, uh, Dermot Mulroney plays Sidney Sweeney's dad. Now we noticed that it, it almost felt like he was searching for his lines, like that he was struggling a little bit. So I don't know if that's actually true or not. Um, Mm. but his character and what he does is funny because, you know, outside of that awkwardness, I mean, he's, he embraces the goofiness of his character. And then we have Brian Brown, who is the stepfather of the other person getting married. And he says a lot of things that he should not say because, <laughs> but he's like, I'm from a Denver generation. <laughs> and you, you, you need to have one of those. <laughs> it's a, Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's all of these little things and that's where it's sometimes cringy, but it works within the context. And that's what mm. the whole thing is. Is just it's a lot of fun. You have this dude who's who's an Australian, and no joke, he's having a conversation with Glenn Powell, and Glenn Powell's reaction is exactly our reaction because I have no idea what the guy is talking about. Like he's saying <laughs> all
0: of these words. Is he speaking Australian words? He, yes, it's, it's in it's, the dunny on the bobby. Yeah, it's euphemisms and sheila. colloquialisms yeah. and everything, <laughs> okay. and you're like.
1: We do get the context later. I mean, in very, very graphic detail, but it's just, it's, it's all of these little moments together, but really, truly the connection that these two have, we, Mm. you see that, that they're going to be together. We want them to be together. And when they are in brief moments here and there, it feels like there is something there, like they are building something and that, that's not easy to do. And it's not commonplace in a lot of, uh, at least modern rom coms. So
0: nice. Uh, this actually sounds like I'd enjoy it. I don't know that I'll pay cinema tickets to go and watch it, but when it comes to streaming,
1: for sure. Oh yeah, I'll give it a go. yeah. Even when it hits on demand, maybe to rent mm. it or something. It's definitely it's it's fun. Nice. So okay. Yeah. Okay. What's
0: next? Um, okay, so this is my third, my final thing. I'm excited to talk about this. I actually just watched it today. Um, I'd forgotten it was coming out because uh, I've been so under my game because this week has been like a blur mm. of snot and coughing. Um, but season two of What If? has started. It's going to be, I think, nine episodes and they're releasing one every day until like the end of the year. So we've got two episodes so far. Um, the first episode is called What If Nebula, Nebula Joined the Nova Corps? And then the second episode is called, What if Peter Quill Attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Mm-hmm. Both very unique introduction again. So Nebula is great. It is like the 30-minute episode that's like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. She's on um, the Nova Corps planet. Oh, what's it called? Uh, where the Guardians arrive. Xandar. On Xandar. Um, and basically, this time round, we um, the guy with the purple hammer. My brain. guy with
1: the purple. Name, oh,
0: oh, um, uh, Lee the Pace. Um, thing that Thanos uses to find the first Infinity Stone in like the original timeline. Yeah. Um, and and, and eventually gets killed. He. They do the dance off.
1: Yeah. No, I know the goddess. Yeah.
0: You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I Don't know why I can't remember him. Um, he beats. He's like. Uh, Ronin. he is like the thanos Ronan, thank you ronin is like the thanos in this version of the timeline and so he comes he's destroying all the planets and so the nova Corps close their planet with a massive shield and the shield is like there for 50 years that's the beginning mm. of it but it's basically like blacks out the sky um and things start going bad on xandar because they're now separated from the rest of the universe where they were able to to do whatever so, so someone does something bad and nebula who's gone from being like a bad person is now on the nova core team as a detective and she's sent on this like noir um this noir case that is basically it ends up being massive in scale like it's it's basically the whole planet uh is is in trouble if she doesn't like save the day But what's great is you get to see some of the other characters from um like Guardians of the galaxy uh from other end credit sequences Mm. that we've had before from the movies all play like a major part it's almost like an alternate version of the guardians and it's so much fun it also has like a story that you're totally invested in and i think the first season it felt like a lot of the time like your good guys could be bad guys i like this one because it it really takes the characters that you sort of know Uh uh-huh but you believe them to be in this role. Uh, the second episode, Peter Quill, if um, when he was kidnapped as a child, if he was actually given to his father, Ego, this is that story of who that kid would be. Um, and then he comes to Earth, for whatever reason, he's destroyed a bunch of planets already, um, like Ego wanted to do, you know, because Ego wanted to be everywhere. Um, and now we have Earth Mightiest heroes, but they're earlier heroes. So we have, like, the original Ant-Man. We have the... Um, I'm not going to say who's on the team, because it's really fun to find out. But it's, it's a different Avengers team, uh, which makes it unique to see who's on them mm. and how they go around saving the day and... I really like this. I was like, damn, I wouldn't mind seeing a movie like this. This would be a good story to get some of those writers that are writing these stories to write your next 10 years of, uh, you know, like shape up what's going on with MCU at the moment because the MCU's in the, just, it's in a mess. So, sure. yeah. But stylistically, voice acting, the look of it, not very short, like half an hour chunks is great. Mm. Uh, Really, really fun start and strong, strong start to season two.
1: Nice. Yes. Well, I have access to all time episodes I should watch.
0: What <laughs> I didn't I'm even ask, I all. just
1: sent them to me, so that's
0: that's that's doubly hurtful. <laughs> Sorry, uh,
1: I, I'm glad to hear it's great though. That's that's fun. Okay, Ruben is sad. Um <laughs> What's next on your list? Dude? Um okay, so this is actually a little older. Um I I don't know why I felt the need that I wanted to watch this again. <laughs> oh but but um in 2018, Richard Madden starred in a Netflix um Series, it was a limited series called Bodyguard. Do you remember this?
0: Yeah, I, was, I, thought that, I always thought that was getting a second season. I, Did it not?
1: Uh, to the best, of, n- oh, well, now it's saying there's a season two coming. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, mm. it's he's, yeah, that was an
0: intense. Dude, very intense there.
1: Yeah, because like, okay, so the, the synopsis from IMDb is troubled war veteran turned police sergeant David, David Budd is assigned to protect controversial home secretary Julia Montague. Mm. What struck me on this second watch is the patience of this story where mm. and of the filmmaking because you have scenes where no dialogue is happening and we're just looking at people looking at each other. Or, mm. um, and the stress and the tension that is arising from j- the, the interaction and the people looking at each other, you know, um, mm. the mystery in here, I think is great. Uh, there is peril that you don't see coming. Um, that it's like, whoa, they did that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, you know, he is a, uh, Richard Madden is a wonderfully complex and broken character and you watch you watch some some of his own bad decisions uh create complications for him but then Mm. other complications that arise for him that are not of his doing and yet how in the world are you going to get out of this and i (laughs) i it was funny because it's been such a long time since i have seen it because i watched it when it first came out and I've watched so much since then that I didn't really, I remembered tiny bits and pieces. That was it. And Oh, so, nice.
0: That's actually actually fun then.
1: Yeah. So it was it was kind of like watching it again. Because there was a point where mm. something happens to a character. I'm like, wait, w- oh, I don't even remember this. <laughs> and, and, which was good because it was a shock all over again. Um, so it's, you know, it's seven episodes right now. Um or six episodes? Is it six episodes? Seven. Seven, e- I think. Seven episodes, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, and um, phenomenal. Just, just so good. I mean, a lot of the the mystery, the tension, the intrigue. Um, you know, it's just a really good mystery with some tense, tense action also and just yes yeah so this was
0: actually a bbc original when it first came out was it really okay netflix yeah and then netflix bought the the rights to it everywhere else it went on so Mm. i um i watched it because it was recommended by a family member who loves like the bbc dramas Mm -hmm. and yeah i remember just being blown away by like how many times i would hold my breath (laughs) because the tense scenes are like really tense like and it's, it's so real, like it's the content, the story could totally happen and has happened, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. So, and brutal, brutal moments as well that just are so visceral and real, like yeah, yeah, incredible acting. I'm not so sure I want a second seasons because it's sort of contained yeah. and just. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they're doing a Jack Bauer thing, like. Where somebody experiences another terrible day <laughs> i i don't know yeah I don't know. I don't know some things you just need to leave alone because yeah. you've struck
1: gold yeah like, yeah gold exactly alone. and it just i yeah, yeah so i don't know we'll, mm. we'll see if if the second season really does come to fruition we'll have to see how that is and how it's executed so yeah okay um do you want to talk about our christmas movie um yeah. or do you have uh, over nine thousand that you want to do
0: I have uh, an one anime i don't mind i can
1: you want to do that first talk about it sure okay let's do that
0: um <clears throat> so over nine thousand um okay shangri-la frontier original title shangri-la frontier Kusoge hunter kamingo ne idu yeah so shangri-la frontier uh this is uh, surprising that it's been greenlit for like a longer season it could be 26 episodes it might even be longer there's 13 episodes at the moment i started watching because i thought it was going to be the classic 12 13 season and done for anime uh, it's not they've got <laughs> lots of story that they 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 want to and we've had lots of themes similar to this so a uh, high schooler rakuro uh rakuro loves beating bad games but can he discover all the secrets hidden in the best-selling vr game what made this really fun was that it's a similar story to how seo they have these vr goggles that they put on their head mm. you lie down so it's fully immersive you're not standing up when you're playing because it puts you it like it has technology so it takes your consciousness basically and puts it in oh so you feel everything so you're in that world. avatar and so you, yeah, yeah, Avatar, basically. And and here we have a, a kid who plays broken VR games. There's a, there's a select bunch of people that take these games that people don't play because either they're too hard, they too, like, there's things that you have to do to be able to complete them that nobody takes the time to figure out. He's, like, one of those guys. He's worked out. He's known as, like, the best guy to be able to work out how to defeat... The hardest guys because the computer has made them unbeatable or something like. He's that mm-hmm. guy. So s- one of his friends r- recommends him. Well, wh- you've played played all these games. Why don't you try an MMO, RPG, an MMO, just an MMO, triple uh, A game like one that isn't broken. That's fully immersed, and he loves it when he gets to it. Uh, but it's seeing the skills that he has. <laughs> um, in a triple a game so it's basically he he makes all decisions that normal players don't make (laughs) um he immediately encounters a beast there's like this there's seven beasts in this world over 30 million players oh my god and there's these seven beasts that are like people want to fight if you're in a big big group and take down but they've only seen once And, like, the first one of the first monsters in the second episode that he comes to because of the path he's taken because he plays so unusually Mm. is like one of these ethereal wolf beasts. And (laughs) he immediately gets marked down with like debuffs. Like, he's never allowed to wear anything on his top. So he's like just naked on top. So he's no armor or anything. And uh, he goes around wearing a a, a costume head of a blue bird. Uh, (laughs) So he's like, it's. He's so good at what he does, he still manages to beat things in a way that he shouldn't be able to do. It's just a really fun, interesting, different take on the Sword Art Online like anime that we've had so much of. Um, I don't think it's like the best animated. like. It's nothing like on Jujutsu Kaisen, like, Mm. sort of animation style, because I don't think they have nearly enough time. If they're doing so many episodes and they're kicking it out, so they're going to have to cut corners in some places. But it's nice to have an anime that isn't, like, one of the darkest things ever that's going to make you cry, that is actually just fun to watch and really easy to binge through. This is, like... I can stick this on, scroll on my phone, watch the action scenes, laugh at the ridiculousness, laugh at the perfect character, and then get in on the emotional content when they's, he's trying to build the team. Um, there is a romantic, romantic storyline in this, where there's this girl in the real world that hasn't had the courage to, to say how much she likes him, and she knows how good of a gamer he is, but she's never been able to complete or play any of the games he's played mm. until now, because he's playing a game that 30 million people have been in on. And so she jumps into this game that she's played a lot of, and she's, like, level 99 super warrior. And anybody that knows, like, she's well-known in this world. Oh. She keeps trying to find him and just missing him.
1: <laughs>
0: um, it's fantastic, a really fun way to do that. So I encourage you, if you're needing a new anime to watch, this is definitely one to put on your
1: list. Well, where is it playing on?
0: Uh, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Oh. All right. Uh, Christmas movie. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is this a first time watch for you?
1: Uh, it might as well have been because I haven't uh-huh. seen it since like the late nineties when it came out, uh, or okay. mid nineties, I guess, you know? Yeah. The long yeah. kiss. Good night from 1996. Rennie Harlan's yeah. action written it's by Shane old. black yeah gina davis samuel jackson okay okay why do you love this movie so much
0: i love this movie because when i was 17 and i just arrived in the uk i made a friend called david and to be honest when i was young then i was still a little shit um, but I was rebelling against my parents because they'd taken me away from everything I know from in South Africa. And so I'd find one friend that loves movies as much as I did, and that was my escape. So we went to uh, a cinema to watch a movie, the The first movie. I cannot remember what was playing. Can't remember it at all. Uh, but it was a, a cinema that was far away. Um, it was like an hour away. Oh, wow. We got there by bus, and then the bus, like, dropped us off the wrong side. It didn't even take us to the cinema. So we had to walk over train lines, live train lines. I didn't know at the time that I was crossing live train lines, but my friend David just took me across so we could cross the field, get across the train lines and then get to the cinema. And so at midnight, the first showing of Long Kiss Goodnight was coming out. And I I think I'd seen a trailer for it. And I love Samuel Jackson, love the action. And this was like back when it was, you know, still. Well, when was this released?
1: 96.
0: Yeah, so that's literally when I arrived in the UK. So, okay. uh, early days. And so we watched The Long Kiss Goodnight. I loved it when I first came out. And then me trying to get home. The next day, I believe it was Mother's Day. We both had an amount of money because there were no longer any trains running. It was 2.30 in the morning um, and there were no buses running. So <laughs> we had to get a cab. And the cab, we gave the, the cab driver money, saying, we have 20 pounds to give you. Give you. Can you take us as close as to home and when the meter runs out we'll get out there and he did exactly that He wasn't kind at all. He oh, was just, just like, d- yep. Yeah, literally to the scent. Wow. Yeah, uh, get wow. out and walk And we did we had like a good 40 50 maybe an hour walk to get home <laughs> But yeah, you know, that 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 so that story is cemented in little day I watched the long kiss Goodnight, and since then uh, my wife loves assassin movies and we joke about some of the lines in like chefs do that you know <clears throat> chopping up the veg you're going to eat the blood-soaked vegetables and love this um yes upon re-watching it i still like it i still really enjoy it i think it's the camaraderie between gina davis and samuel jackson mm. their relationship holds it for me and there's some moments with some of the dialogue lines that i crack up but there were some things uh, in this film that we laugh so loud at uh on this watch um anyway before i talk about those things what what did you think about? It? Did you hate it? Did you not like it?
1: Um, I, I didn't love it. Uh, there are parts of it that I that I enjoyed a lot. Um, it is very nineties. Mm. Very nice, especially in the editing, as well. Yeah, the style, the editing, yeah, the music. I mean, there's this part where this has this jazzy music playing, and you're like, (laughs) Yeah,
0: why is this even in here? Yeah, yeah, just
1: and it has aged, man. Yeah, the but it's editing style
0: from the 90s, like everything that was made back then. like, if you have the trailer for this, it's literally that guy in a world where, you know, it's, it's like.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The concept I like. And honestly, the, the most memorable thing that I always had from this was Brian Cox's line to his mother. To the I dog? Guess, about the his mother, dog. about yes. the dog. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was, that's the one thing out of this movie that always has stuck with me. Like, it, it's so funny. But, um,. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the story jumping back and forth, um, is very disjointed. Mm. I, but some of the action as cheesy as it can be or whatever becomes a lot of fun. There is a Mm. scene where Gina Davis is trapped with her daughter in a enclosed room <laughs> yes. and she causes something to happen that then has ramifications on samuel L. jackson
0: samuel oh jackson.
1: Yeah. my gosh i laughed out loud because i did not remember <laughs> that at all it is I, <clears throat> that stunt man it's a <clears throat> It's amazing they lived. because,
0: like, Nice work, dude. <laughs> yeah, because
1: that actually, you can see, like, they don't do the cutaway where, it, you know, th- th- something happens and then you, you oh, see yeah. the character, you know, kind no, of... No, that uh, guy was
0: it, flying out with debris and fire. <laughs>
1: dude, and through things. I mean, it yeah. was... It's <laughs> very well done. <laughs> so good. But, I mean, <clears throat> like, overall, it... It is fun because we get to see this, this switching back and forth of her persona mm. as she begins to remember things. Um, mm. I think well, the movie's too long. I mean, I felt the time like it, it, it goes on just like, we, we need- noticed
0: that when we were like, oh, there's still this much to go. Like,
1: oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I had, it
0: felt like it kind of ended in one point and then it was like, oh, they're going to do this whole big action bad guy scene okay cool. yeah yeah and i mean <laughs> but that end scene is brilliant i loved it <laughs> it's dude michael bay <laughs>
1: yeah exactly and that's the thing oh that God. this is if you watch this from the mindset of the n- mid 90s mm-hmm. then it fits perfectly within this i mean
0: yeah this was one of the better 90s well i think overlooked 90s movies
1: yeah i i think so we probably i'd have to look at what else came out Right around the mm. same time, but yeah, I think it got overshadowed, and I think it. Um, I mean, Samuel Jackson is hilarious in this. In
0: <sighs> I've got a gun in my right pocket <laughs> and a shotgun in my left. <laughs> I love, I love these characters. It's like first when I met you, you were all like, oh fool we have burned the darn muffers. <laughs> it's so
1: many great yeah. lines now from you. Him walk in into a bar and sailors run out. <laughs> sailors run out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, it will probably be another two decades before I watch it again. Um, uh, no, we'll probably watch it in a couple of years. Will yeah. you? Yeah, I just I yeah, mean yeah. for as much as I liked certain aspects, um, overall like it has a time and a place for me and it's okay there um like because i can pick out individual scenes that i that i really enjoyed like there's a there's a moment where she is driving somebody home after a party (laughs) yes (laughs) whoa that (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly.
0: And she's my wife, and I do that yeah. now. Say, like, what do you want? <laughs> right. It's no, no sexy time. I want a milkshake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Move our finger in and out of the- in the and other. out, of,
0: and say heck.
1: <laughs> That's
0: not the scene you were talking about. Is that it? is the scene. Of, well, <laughs> what oh, came right is, after that? Really, it, right after yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: But then you have some some bad animatronics too within there. So it's it's oh, yeah. just it's a, <laughs> yeah yeah. It's a, and the, the leg moves, and it's just like really just. <laughs> You're like, mm.
0: <laughs> That's just how you look when you've been, like, hurt. Sure, sure. And you're an animal. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, hey, I, you know what? I mean, if you've never seen it and you're going into it now, you have to place yourself in the right time frame and the right mindset. Mm. You you cannot watch this movie with a modern day um, outlook, I think, because- Although,
0: it, a remake of this movie could work really ooh. well. An as, as assassin female protagonist, I mean, this is right up the- the way of now
1: oh yeah oh I'd, yeah and there are several actresses that would be outstanding yeah. to watch yeah. so yeah no I could,
0: i'm not normally on the remake mode but this would be a good this, film to remake
1: uh, yeah because i think work. it could be improved upon um mm. i mean not only in just special effects and stuff even though there's a couple of them like that that with samuel jackson that i mean that's going to be hard okay, but to recreate. Can, we'll
0: come back to the special effects. <laughs> I want to talk about one. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. But yeah, no. I think I think uh, I would like to see a remake of this, uh, depending on who's directing yeah. it. I think. True. Yeah, yeah. But yes. Okay. Special effects. What?
0: Okay. So there's, there's this guy in jail that sees that she who she's alive, and he's like, "Garen." So he he goes to find her. That there's, there's 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 Christmas calories, and it's Like you hear the music. Going, <laughs> and then they have, like, this big fight showdown. Um, he uses a shotgun to shoot, like, a bazooka hole in the wall, and it does, like, this almost perfect circle. It just goes... there's a big white light, and it looks like... My wife said it looks like um, special effects that hadn't been finished. Like, they just didn't have the budget. And then, because there's a hole in the wall, she able, she's ma- manages to take a kid and, like, throw it through the wall, like, it. But no shotgun does that ever. Unless you have one of those guns that has, like, the bazooka rocket at the Oh, the rocket the launcher and or the grenade there. launcher on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that kind of just explodes things. It doesn't make a hole <laughs> the size of a child. I, I laugh every time I see that, but this cracks me up.
1: Well, because then, then you finish with the with her, chefs do that. <laughs> chefs do that. I love it.
0: <laughs> the husband going, like, oh, soon-to-be husband's like, who are you <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah oh oh goodness hey welcome back we are so glad that you continue to join us on this audio journey don't forget we have our patreon at patreon.com slash the bearded ones for one pound you can get in and get access to over 75 videos maybe even closer to 80 with more coming this week uh, thanks to all our patrons also who do support us because it's awesome. We have a great little community there. We'd love to chat with you and all the, the recommendations that we get and the things that we get to see, uh, to have discussions on is outstanding. So we invite you to join us there. Wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast, if you never have done so before, if you could rate and review us, that would be massive. And then also, uh, at some point head over to YouTube and check out Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday and me, Chris, Movies and Munchies, give us the like, the share, the subscribe thing, you know, all that youtube stuff. What we got coming up today, we are going to be talking about a movie that we watched. uh, I think it's been quite a while since either of us have seen it. We're finishing up Mm -hmm. our Damn Dirty Ape series uh, with War for the Planet (laughs) of the Apes. We will also discuss the thing that either was the worst thing we watched or that just didn't make our list, followed by Mm -hmm. some entertainment news and the things that we are looking forward to in the next coming week so that you could add it to your watch list if you want. So right now, uh, let's talk about war for the planet of the apes. Did you Damn dirty yeah, apes. How long has it been since you've seen this?
0: Again, I think I think I've seen it twice. I saw it once at the cinema, once when it came out digitally, and then that that
1: was it. I think that's the same for me. I did not realize or at least remember, I think I did not know it, but I didn't remember that Matt Reeves directed this because he did the Did he not direct all of them? No, he didn't do the first one. He did oh. he did Dawn. I don't know who yeah. did the first one, but he um the the reason that I even bring that up is because there is a scene in this movie that feels like it was the precursor idea to a scene that takes place in the Batman where <laughs> i thought i thought that too you know, when they're when they're coming the through same. this cave these humans are coming through this cave yeah. and their lights go out and you see uh machine gun fire and that's the only illumination to see the action now it's much shorter than it is yeah. in the batman um and i yeah. don't think it's nearly as impressive as it is done in the batman
0: it, st- it still but works it, well yeah. yeah it was very cool Yeah,
1: it was cool it was cool, but i was like oh yeah okay that's <laughs> right. so
0: you practiced here. Yep,
1: yep, <laughs> yep. So, uh this is the, you know, this kind of wraps up the story at least in this age because we know mm. the kingdom is going to take place generations after. Uh we got mm-hmm. uh Woody Harrelson um as really the main bad guy or
0: I mean he's a psycho guy in this, oh, isn't he? He's, he's like absolutely. I I was more emotional with this one because it, it, of everything that Caesar's gone through,
1: mm.
0: like to now have the stuff that he's built <sighs> taken away from him. Yeah. Uh, it was a really interesting concept to see him turn into the thing that he hates. And Cobra is that ghost from the past mm-hmm. that is um, haunting him. Um, and it's devastating in parts. Like, it's, I knew they was sad, but like right from the beginning, almost, <sighs> this is just like, bam.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and going to that, that, the, the thing, you know, becoming the thing or maintaining the part of him that he doesn't want to, we Mm. get the, first off, the rationalization and the self-acknowledgement that he does have this is huge. Yeah, amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. the growth and everything that it's there, I mean, it, it, you're right, it's very emotional, but then also to see him like because there's a there's a human that joins them and this is where we are also beginning to see that first transition of the full swapping of places of the apes becoming the dominant speaking and the virus Mm. changing humanity to become the less dominant species Mm. and i mean that girl wow there are some moments that like especially she does such a good job towards yeah i mean first off don't forget that she's acting against just people against wearing all screen kinds people. of all kinds yeah. of just mocap stuff
0: yeah. yeah mocap costumes sitting and hunched and walking like apes she's also got to act like she can't speak
1: um can't hear no she can hear she just can't she speak. can hear yeah
0: but she can't speak yeah
1: uh, the uh, there's a moment with her and an and an ape like an actual ape not just not just the general term but the ape where first the ape does something for her and then she does yeah. something for it and it is like i mean it's 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 a silent scene really other than maybe a little bit of music but it is mm. devastating and you yeah. feel
0: i was really Really emotional, mm-hmm. like there were key moments at the beginning. <clears throat> Couple with her, actually, because there's yep. different key moments. Um, a really interesting add on uh, was the ape from the zoo.
1: <laughs> Steve Zahn. He
0: talks so much. Yeah, he, he talks. He it, it, you really get the fi- feeling that he needs friends. Yeah, and you get the feeling that like he's been isolated forever. He's just been living off the land, but seriously intelligent, because he definitely speaks better than Caesar does. Yeah. You know, he's almost talking like a human. <clears throat> and the fear that he knows, but the things that he knows. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, already, it was a bit of levity to a
1: much needed, very dark film. Yeah, at, at first, I wasn't sure I was liking it because it is, it's goofy. I mean, Yeah, and he is a goofy character. Yeah, he is, but he grows on you so much. And that, that levity that is needed because it's not just comedic relief. Like at the first time when they're sitting down and he keeps running off to get something, you know, and he's like, and he takes the thing from the girl. No, that's mine. Don't touch that. You know, I mean, that, that's silly, but then you see that same personality, but within sheer terror. And, and mm. genuine like
0: But there's real moments so you understand his personality. Like uh when Caesar explains what happened to his family. Uh huh. And then he says, Oh, you that's you lost Yeah, I will go with you then. Yeah. Um doesn't I don't want to. You see how much he doesn't want to, but he will show you and help you. And I was like, Yeah,
1: that's that's good. That's good character. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. There um
0: Okay, let's talk about the 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 CG because we've gone we've had three films now. Mm-hmm. This is the third one where they are really honing their craft. Did you ever think cuz I know you had a couple of issues in the second one. Um did you find any in this one? For
1: me I didn't. Nothing stood out to me in this. Did Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't fault it at all. I, I forgot that they were y- Yes. That Right. Like and we see a lot more um I mean up close like really in yeah. You know, and it's um,
0: a really striking up close stuff. Yeah.
1: As well. Yeah. The, yeah, because there's so many times where we're looking in their eyes or just getting just their facial expressions. Mm. And it is, yeah.
0: I love the little add ons that we get to see, like how they're progressing in a culture. Like his his wife uh, sees his wife wearing like the, the earrings in it, mm-hmm. like the, the decorated earrings a sort of almost African um, vibe yeah. there with those, the sort of earrings that she's wearing the, the community that they've created that feels so lived in and like natural progression.
1: The, the story too, especially when Caesar has, when he, I think when he was talking, was it when he was talking with Woody Harrelson's character? Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was when he was talking with um the ape that, um that betrayed that it was mm. where he didn't want to fight that they were living mm. aside and that it was the humans or no Coba Koba Koba fight, had
0: started the war. Yeah, yeah. And
1: he didn't want, he didn't want the war. He wanted to be away from it. He wanted, that's where he was trying to, and the humans just keep coming back and coming in now. And yeah, I don't, how would you rank these
0: were this is tough for me because as much as i think the um <clears throat> the cg was perfect in this one i do feel like it's the least interesting of the three i think the story is quite i don't know i, I felt the story it's it dragged for me a bit like once we hit the concentration camp sort of Area And I knew like what the ending was. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I expected more for the ending of it It didn't quite work for me I actually really like the first one because of the relationship between the human and Caesar the starting out that the guys in the cages when they get smart uh, I probably would just rank them one two three um,
1: As one being so, one uh, like top the yeah, best yeah
0: top, top one being one two and three
1: yeah I I would put 3 at the bottom uh like you because it's mm. um there are parts of it is for especially it's so weird because you have such deep emotional moments in yeah. in parts of this that are really touching but then you also have some of the just the rote um yeah. action movie type thing you yeah. know and so it's like it's really weird yeah, yeah. and even though uh, dawn has some sketchy um special, special effects, effects. Yeah, yeah i it's tough i think i would put dawn first and then rise because
0: yeah, cobra's a really interesting character and as well
1: and that's i think that's what it is it's that it's that dynamic between them and you watching the the human world encroach within mm. the the ape world And even though they're trying to fight against it and, you know, and Caesar is, I mean, he's struggling because he's, you know, ape does not kill ape. And, but then Koba, you know, and he has to, and the whole, that whole thing. I, Yeah. I I mean, it could be, it could go either way. I could put one or two at number one. And I think though, I think having rewatched them just right now, I would probably put two, one, Mm. and then three.
0: Saying that for me, they're still very closely scored. Like, it's an incredible trilogy. Like, that's not to say that three is bad at all. They're just all high. (laughs) Like, if you're doing a graph, they're just slightly (laughs) different in in that pie graph.
1: It it blows me away how they still hold up, too. That's the thing. Yeah.
0: Because CG has come in a long way, but his studio is one of the best, like, and has always been. Yeah.
1: And Circus is just insane.
0: Yeah circus what he can just Caesar's his ability to, to morph into characters like that i mean Gollum was one thing but caesar's another level yeah
1: yeah it is so i am looking forward to kingdom um mm. i'm gonna try and so, temper expectations
0: um i immediately watched planet of the apes afterwards
1: <laughs> the, the, the charlton heston the original or the tim burton yeah, one no
0: no, the Tim Burton one, oh, the okay, twenty sixteen okay. with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, um, it still surprisingly holds up. Oh, huh? uh, the costumes are like very good. I was like, ah, oh, that that's actually works. And the storyline is more from what, like, if you skip three hundred years, yeah. that's yeah. where the what, what we just watched. Where you can imagine, so it's quite a nice stepping stone because your brain's automatically going there. Um, the the science the science fiction in the story is laughable <laughs> mark marky mark is doing his marky mark thing uh, sure but it's still um it plays with that uh humans are not all bad not all apes are bad mm-hmm. like cuz this is a society where apes are ruling over yeah. humans and we're all slaves um and uh so we get that dichotomy of the trying to find a balance of where we can live together again um, before we destroy each other. So it's really interesting.
1: Well, and to be fair, I mean, humans have had a really good long go at it, and we've, yeah, we've screwed it up. It's so. their turn. Yeah, we
0: just uh, let them try. Yeah, I mean. But it's funny how their culture goes and does exactly what humans have exactly,
1: done. Exactly, yeah. yeah, uh, And you got to wonder, is that because at the outset, the original chimps were witness to humanity
0: yeah if that history died out and it was a completely new fresh uh, new start uh, would it begin that same how way? how long yeah. would it take us to get to that yeah. or are all things inherently broken <laughs> yeah
1: i going towards that yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. interesting mm. Mm.
1: cool all right yeah what uh what didn't make it on your list this week
0: i am not sure
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Why don't we talk about your thing? Okay. I'll think about which one I want to talk about.
1: Um this one I had actually seen it a couple of weeks ago in the theater um at a press screening, <laughs> but I put out the review this week because it released this week. Bradley Cooper okay. and uh Carrie Mulligan in Maestro, which Okay, is... yeah,
0: we'll just talk about this one. Oh, okay. Did you yeah. watch it? I did. Okay. Yeah. Well I watched
1: most of it. Okay. Um as I was corrected multiple times, it's Leviosa, not Le- It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Um, it's Bernstein, not Bernstein.
0: not Bernstein. Okay,
1: yeah, but somebody yeah. also put it with it, just spelled it with a Y, and so that would have been like Bernstein, like Ellen Bernstein. But anyway, with enough of that. Um, <laughs> I thought Bradley Cooper did a phenomenal job as the character he Mm. he morphed into the role i mean he changed his voice he had this very nasally voice um yeah he he was not a likable character all of the time uh he was he was flawed but he embraced his flaws and he found um a partner who was okay with most of those flaws and mostly, mostly yes. Carrie Mulligan, I think, stole the show for the majority of it. Um, Interesting, because she was she was quieter and she was nuanced. It, mm. it was you know like very restrained. Um, mm. The for me the favorite part of the entire thing was him directing the orchestra towards the the passion. Uh, I didn't get that far. The f- oh my gosh. Okay. You should just skip to it. Just fast mm. forward to it because I mean, there is a ferocity and abandon and passion within this. That is like, you're like, whoa. Um, mm. So amazing because of how captivating he becomes through, through not only movements, but facial expressions. And just, you see like this culmination of life coming through him when he's directing um, or conducting. Um, mm. There's, you know, I thought there were some great scenes within the, the great shots, you know, that are just, their long takes, which I think work really well. Um, I think for me, overall, it was clunky. The movie was hard to really engage with. Because as Mm. I was watching it, even in the middle of it, I was like, okay, I, I, I have this, this very conflicted feeling within me. Like, I like the performances, but I don't know if I like the movie, you know, I'm not sure I'm enjoying the thing as a whole. And so, Mm. you know, when it ended, it was like, okay, I can appreciate all of these things within it. This is something that I don't ever want to watch again. And also... Not because it was just sad or melancholy, but because it, the as a whole, when all put together, it didn't work for me. It was too yeah. too chunked and and smashed together than one cohesive narrative. Mm. So, for you, why, what, what do you think?
0: <laughs> Movies like this annoy me because more often than not, I'll come away. Feeling like this is a movie that's for the Oscars or for Mm -hmm. awards, that like they want this movie to win all the awards. And so you know what type of acting you're going to get, you know, what type of filming. And and it comes across, I'm sorry to say, a lot of the time it comes across as pretentious. It's a pretentious film, um, ticking all those boxes that whatever it needs to get to win awards. And that's what it means. It's a good tick. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Bradley Cooper because I do feel like he, he disappears into that role. And that's what I like about his acting. I literally said to my this is the guy that was in Hangover. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, right. holy crap. Yeah, that's incredible. But there's so many choices that took me out of it. The, the color palette, like switching the aspect mm. ratio. I just felt like it was art style for the sake of art style that didn't necessarily bring forward an interest. Now, bear in mind, I've had a cold this week, and so you need to be really good to hold my attention this week. And this is not a film that if you needed to hold your attention, I feel like it's... Performances, yeah, great. But I can see a, a performances in great movies that will hold my attention. Um, and this didn't. So I'm going to have to go back and, and watch the rest. I, I think I just maybe near about the halfway point, but I was just like, I'm bored. Like, I'm really bored. And I shouldn't be. I've seen some incredible biopic uh films, which I guess this is, sort of. Yeah. 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 Um Walk the Line. Long, slow, incredible performances. <sighs> so we'll never good. get tired of watching that movie. So good. Um the remake of the fourth time that we had recently with Bradley Cooper. Um oh and uh, a Star is Born. Yeah, Star is Born. Incredible film. <sighs> oh yeah. Not boring at all. No. Depressing, dark, yep. slow, yep. incredible performances. Yep. Rocket Man Take it or leave it. I really. Uh, I know it. some people love it. Yeah. I think you did, yeah. yeah. Uh, or was it the other one? I think I preferred Rocketman to the other oh,
1: one. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't understand yeah. the hate that that gets, but whatever. I love that movie. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: you do like your biopics more than me, I think, uh, and your musicals. <laughs> yes, so it has like, to really pull me in Yeah, <laughs> if it's going to work for me. So yeah, it just wasn't for me.
1: Sure, sure. I, I'm not sure you're going to be satisfied by finishing it. Um, yeah. Did you get to the, did you get to the, uh, the Thanksgiving scene? Yeah, it was that. Okay. That, I mean, that's a great scene too. That is like, Mm. but truly if, if you're, if you're like, "Mm, I don't think I'm going to finish it. I just, I don't see the reason to Mm. no joke though. Fast forward to the, to the, the scene where he's conducting. Hmm that is a beautiful moment within the film. And I think that's what it is too. You know, it is very pretentious. I mean, the whole thing, uh, but it has some wonderful moments within it mm. that really work. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Nice. Should we talk about, um, news? Yes. Stuff that's broken the internet this <laughs> week. <laughs>
1: I have I have three things. Uh two well for me all three are happy or at least <laughs> funny and good. Uh, okay. Um yeah. one of them probably is not going to make you as happy.
0: Right? <laughs> Something's been canceled that you didn't like. Yes. <laughs>
1: that is the <yes>. Okay. <laughs> but I yeah. do disagree with an aspect of this though. So, since I've just, let me just say it because this is rude to just, (laughs) it's not worth teasing. Um, So, Shining Veil on Stars, after season two, it was canceled. No. I'm not really broken up about that because I didn't, I wasn't getting into the first season. Damn it. And now, because we just talked just a couple weeks ago, because you would watch season two and you're like, oh, I really like it. Thought, oh, well, maybe I'll give it another chance and go through it. This is where I do not agree at all. Um, And I'm afraid that this is going to become a trend because Warner Brothers Mm. did it first. They are also, or, and then Disney did it too, but they are removing it from their platform. What? So it's not even like, okay, we're just not continuing it. No, no, no. We don't ever want to pay our actors royalties. So we're just going to remove it from the platform so nobody can get it. (sighs) These people are sucky. Yeah. This is, that is, that is, i if i was an actor i would have it specifically in my contract that the that the my show even if it's canceled may not be removed if you take it off your platform
0: i would still get royalty to what would that be equivalent of for 50 years
1: yeah you know what i mean like i would make it some ridiculous thing so that it they either i don't get the job or you know whatever because it's just it's so wrong they're cheating (laughs) the actors and the 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 production team and all of the cast and people that go in there. I don't know how many people get royalties off of these things, but they don't now. They won't ever. So
0: no, hmm. this is a new tactic to avoid. Yeah. And it's terrible. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. What do you got? Something happier?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this might be the first Lego set that you actually buy. Like for yourself to, to build and it's funny because the films that we watch are nostalgic not even nostalgic are guilty pleasures. Oh. for some reason we can't help but watching. But there is a Twilight Lego set <laughs> coming out. It's the Cullen House.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? And I want <laughs> it so bad.
1: <laughs> does it does it come with some of the Collins? W-
0: I hope so. I'm pretty sure there's going to be Lego figurines of like the vampires.
1: They things. better make them iridescent, so <laughs> that sparkly. they sparkly. there has gotta, gotta, gotta be
0: a sparkly that. holding the light, it, and it sparkles. Yeah. Oh my oh,
1: gosh. That is funny, dude. That is. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was the best. Oh my gosh. News. Yeah. No, that's that's wonderful. Um, <laughs> when does Godzilla minus one come out for you?
0: Um, it has come out. Oh, right? has
1: it? Okay. Yeah,
0: on the 15th it came okay, out. Okay, yeah. okay. I've just been ill, so.
1: Gotcha. Okay, well, um, th- then this will be awesome. Uh, It's returning to theaters with a black and white release. Ooh, nice. Yeah, which I think is
0: going to be. Although I still want to see the, the, the blue. The on. blue,
1: because there is a moment where he like unlocks yeah. God mode, and it is yeah. just. and
0: everybody talks about that, and it's so visually stunning. Yeah. Maybe they could just keep that bit in. Like, can you imagine how oh, more vibrant it would be in the black and white a, version?
1: Oh my gosh, that would be spectacular. Because, yeah, it is. I mean, it's. he Godzilla is not very colorful as it is. No. You know, no. but um, I mean, Shen is. Shen has got more color because when they get up close, you see the horrific. Uh, <laughs> what? It's made out of, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that this was kind of cool. I will probably go back and watch it because this is, it's one of the best films I've watched this year. It's so good. Okay. I, I can't I was, wait for you to go. I was see
0: really it. hoping you were going to say it's coming to digital now. And I was like that. Oh
1: yeah. No, no. I want it to, I want it to stay for a little bit and get,
0: get, yeah. make some money. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Jonathan majors has officially been
1: yes sacked. what's the
0: word um released canceled. no no i didn't mean sacked i mean uh, oh, oh um, uh, uh convicted convicted uh, yes so the the charge is third degree assault for rape and he's going to get a maximum of a year uh. so okay so not surprising disney fired him yep um and i'm guessing you know, I know he's uh, I think his agent already dropped him or something like that. Yeah. But all those big projects that he was on, he no longer is on. And now Avengers, the The Kang Dynasty is named Avengers 5, uh, which means they are going to be scrambling at completely changing up the story and the law, which makes me even more worried for the next bunch of films.
1: You know, what's crazy is because I saw somebody who tweeted about this um, this week, and they made a wonderful point mm. because this is the multiverse, mm. and because there are variants, you could recast. There's them.
0: variants of the actual people as well. Yeah. you don't have to have the same. I mean, yeah. like,
1: look at just Loki. There's one that's a crocodile.
0: True. So, so you could
1: have the new Kang just as a recast, um, and then people were like, uh, "Bring back Rhodey." Um, the original, you know, from Iron Man one, he's like, next time, baby, (laughs) bring him back as King. I don't know if that would work. I don't know. I don't know the whole story behind that whole thing, but, um, this would be your opportunity to work with the story that has been developing, or maybe it just needs to be scrapped altogether and restarted. I mean, Mm. we don't know because some of the. Bring
0: the X-Men and the fantastic story closer and build it into this universe you will have people eating a reason to get back and involved in the the mcu because at the moment there isn't a reason it's just rehashing of the same old crap sure and not as good as they've done before no no yeah yeah Mm. um more sad news okay uh the warrior has been canceled so you know it, it got bought out by cinemax got bought out by hbo uh-huh. hbo renewed it for the third season everybody was amazed because we thought it was cancelled mm-hmm. uh now it's been cancelled at the end of season three but they they're looking to shop it out at places like netflix uh, S- what are you saying
1: uh, no i was gonna yeah i thought netflix had picked it up though
0: oh if they had Ma- yeah, maybe maybe there maybe there was a update i think netflix has picked it up for the three seasons and if it gets a lot of watch time on
1: they'll continue on okay
0: they'll continue yeah
1: okay yeah mm. um i like lovecraft stories i think he as a person is a terrible human being was a person was a terrible human being uh it was very racist just a sure. racist yeah. piece of crap but yeah his stories, I, I, I enjoy some of them. His, his most iconic story, The Call of Cthulhu. The Call of mm. Cthulhu. Great game. Well, it is, um, it is being adapted into a movie by James Wan, mm. who Ooh. has been working on this in the background for about five years. Oh my gosh! They're also bringing another game with this.
0: Oh, to go with yeah, it? Yeah,
1: but I'm more excited about what could be with mm. this. I mean, because we've had we've had Lovecraftian stories, um, mm. some done very very terribly, like Suitable Flesh. Um, mm. Some, but
0: Lovecraft Country with Jonathan Majors was it?
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, no, What's yeah. was Jonathan? No yeah he was in it yeah yes i think he was one of yeah the characters, he was yeah. Uh, yeah. um
0: but that was incredible
1: yeah no it was great and uh, yeah. but then like take movies like underwater with which i thought uh Kristen stewart did phenomenal
0: man then, I, I love that film yeah
1: we saw that in the theater and opening it was night, great. and it was
0: so not expected to be nearly that like this film has no right to be that good right
1: it came out in january <laughs> it had Kristen stewart yeah. as the as the yeah. lead in a horror-ish um thriller yeah. and it's lovecraftian too what yeah. the yeah. crap and it was great yeah that was the <laughs> yeah and it was great yeah.
0: that was a film that was underlooked i think overlooked because it nearly didn't get nearly as much mm. praise as, as it deserved
1: yeah. no so i'm curious to see what he does with this um mm. just because i mean he did is there
0: any like is it date
1: i not d- mm. even
0: going into pre-production or anything I, like
1: that my guess is no. because this has now been leaked or at least not leaked, it was released, especially in conjunction with the video game announcement. My guess right. is that it's closer to production than it is as just kind of-
0: So we're looking at three years minimum, probably, because with with the game there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, wake me up again in three years and
1: we'll <laughs> <laughs> talk about whether it's any good. Yes, okay.
0: Um, because Hollywood stars, especially men, don't know what to do with their penises, um, there's always news, and yeah, you know, we've gone from Jonathan Majors, who's now been uh, convicted, to Vin Diesel, who's now been sued for sexual battery by uh, an assistant who alleges he forced himself on her during production of Fast and
1: Furious. What? Good mm-hmm. lord. Can y'all just not yeah. touch each other? Just
0: don't- Yeah, like, seriously, ju- stop.
1: Keep, keep your hands and all your body off. That we, Remember that old thing? Would, do you remember going into a store- and your mom or dad was like, you look with your eyes. Yeah. You, and, and, and that's not, that's not an endorsement to, um, <gasps> creepily. <laughs> look
0: creep, dodgingly.
1: Yeah, no, that's not, it's <laughs> just the, the fact was the, the reason that our parents told us that was because we were not allowed to touch it. Stop picking things up. We'll stop touching these people that don't invite you to touch them. Just makes me mad.
0: <laughs> um i've got one piece that's just weird fun news good um, i don't have so any more what names, else so you if, got? If, okay yeah. uh nicholas cage was asked what is his top five films of all time please and say he paddington 2 was in there <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> although he did like paddington when he was forced to watch it um juliet of the spirits i've never even heard of i've that never movie. heard of that either Okay, that's his, like, number one. What? Number two is Citizen Kane. Okay. Uh, number three is The 400 Blows. And number five is, sorry, number four is 2001 A Space Odyssey. And he says they like, they changes depending on his mood. But at the moment, those are his four favorite films of all time.
1: What? Well, uh, okay. So there was, uh, I Julia and Spirits. Like, uh, what was the... the
0: Citizen Kane. Yeah,
1: what was the 400 Blows thing? Yeah, The 400 oh, Blows. It's
0: a, a black and white film.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, let's see here. Um I'm I'm looking that up cuz I also looked up the Julia one. Um just to see like, what I was
0: like I've never heard of
1: these. <laughs> uh that one looks like it's it's French. Okay. The 400 Blows is French and right. this uh Juliet of the Spirits looks like it might be yeah, it's Fellini, so Italian. Um oh. Huh. I've so
0: I might have to add those to my list, my never ending the story, because it'd be interesting to see what because Nicolas Cage is so quirky and weird, yeah, what he considers to be like the best. Space Odyssey, I get, although that you know that's split anyway. Citizen Kane is one of those oh. that people say is the best.
1: I like the movie, I, I would not put it on my best of list, but
0: mm. I mean,
1: it's really yeah. good, but. Uh, both of these for anybody, at least in the United States, they are streaming Mm on max.
0: Ah, cool. (coughs) Uh, should we move on to what we're looking forward to (laughs) 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 on that news?
1: Just destroyed Ruben because he, thank you for that. Thanks for that. Great. (laughs) We
0: still don't have HBO and the way they're going, they're not going to be around much longer. Your,
1: your, (laughs) your ethnocentricity, centricity there, Chris. Good job. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yes. Let's um, talk about what's coming up this week. Mm. What's coming up this week? Uh, The boys in the boat, which I think it actually is already out in some spots. But it's George Clooney's oh. movie. I, I, I oh. my wife read the book and really liked it. And so is looking forward to seeing the movie. Uh, it's right. kind of a period piece. I don't know. I, I, I will go see it if she wants to go watch it. Um, but I don't have a big desire, even though I like a lot of what George Clooney has directed. Good night and good luck is like spectacular. Also because Mr. Theron. Yeah yeah uh, there's another mo- there's a movie coming out on Netflix on uh, Boxing Day the 26th it's, it's movie. a movie. what a movie what
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's another smoothie coming out another smoothie like, yeah.
1: yes there's a movie yeah. coming out it's called Thank You I'm Sorry um, I have the screeners I have not watched it yet but hoping it's nice decent for a post-holiday watch on um, uh, the 5th which is in two weeks. When's
0: the... F- it's just two... Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, never mind then. No,
1: talk about it. Go, because it's worth talking about.
0: I want to see Night Swim.
1: I want to see Night Swim also. I don't know if it's going to be good, but...
0: It's based on the short story that was good. So... A short film that was good. So hopefully they got enough there to you know make it.
1: It's... Well, and it's a January horror. So yeah. you have to kind of... But again, know what you're in for. Underwater, we've had some. Was a January horror.
0: We've had some doozies and like things that we weren't expecting to be good,
1: and then things that were absolutely terrible too. So,
0: Assassin's Creed, I was always disappointed. Mm. I was like, "Why are you coming on January? You're going to be bad."
1: (laughs) It was on the 29th, Friday the 29th. um, I don't know if this needs to exist, and we shall see once we watch it. But (laughs) season one of the Netflix. Spinoff Berlin, which follows oh, yeah. the character of Berlin from Money Heist, La Casa de Paul hell. So mm. we see, uh, <laughs> yes. there's a
0: wreckage of vase.
1: <gasps> there is a Armageddon
0: <laughs> stand up. Yeah, uh, it's called Armageddon. It's coming out on Monday there's if you like Ricky gervais you you may be into that
1: there is a i don't know if this is a a reality documentary or oh it's, i mean that's stupid reality documentary that if it. <laughs> 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 okay chris it's time to to slow clap for you thank you because i won't be able to understand anything faster than that um it's a documentary <laughs> film called hell camp teen nightmare And Mm. it's uh, the brutal conditions of an infamous wilderness therapy camp, which also right there lets you just know how bad that's going to be. And the alleged abuse of the troubled teens who attended are exposed in the gripping tell all documentary. I,
0: I won't be watching that.
1: I, I might watch (laughs) it, but it's, it's, that's a heavy thing, you know? Yeah. And because it's real, because it happened, it's even worse.
0: Yeah, I don't need it so early, like in the beginning or at the end of the year or the beginning year. Yeah. like it's, That's not going to take me to my happy place. No, no. What will take me to my happy place, though, is Pokemon Concierge, a new Netflix Pokemon series that is stop motion and is about Pokemon Resort, a peaceful getaway for Pokemon to relax and have fun, which will guest. Uh, sorry, which which guest will be. Will the new concierge Haru befriend and help first? I uh, am down for this. I
1: didn't know it was stop motion. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Fun.
0: Pokemon concierge. Yeah. Got that's, that's, that's all I need in my life. There you go. Uh,
1: there is th- surprisingly not a lot uh, anything else coming out. I mean, we got some things coming at the beginning of January, like on Apple, we've got criminal record and masters of the air. Um, hmm. Uh, I think, I don't know if there's anything on Prime. It's just, there is a series coming to Hulu at some point, which we briefly talked about. And I don't know when it comes out, but it's the, um, I thought it was in January. But it was Mm. um, uh, that Orphan Black spinoff. Like sequel series type of thing. Um, Right. So I don't know. We'll have to.
0: Well, the embargo for Apple's new uh, series called Criminal Record uh, lives on the second um, of January. So nice! It's got Peter Capaldi, yeah, as one of the main characters.
1: Which in that other series that he did, that was, um, I think it was a limit. The
0: Devil's Hour. Yeah. Mm. Th- that was
1: excellent. <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah, I. Um... Okay, Stir of Echo, or not <laughs> Stir of Echoes, Black Stir Orphan echoes. Black F- Echoes. It's 10 episodes. It's uh, with Kristen Ritter. It says it's 2023, which is weird. It says it came hmm. out in the United States on November 3rd.
0: I don't I, think it did. I, I don't
1: <laughs> think it did because I don't, wh- I, I can't, where is it playing? <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: So I don't know. I, I don't I don't believe that. Anyway. Um that that's it I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. So hey well, uh happy holidays. Uh thanks for yeah. for joining us, for sticking with us. Uh whenever you happen to be listening to this, maybe uh Merry New Year, uh whatever it is. Merry New
0: Year, happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, yes holidays. Yes, there's, all
1: of it. there's so many that uh, I think Happy Holidays happy, is the best way to pagan say it. However, you festival, yeah. yeah. However, however yeah. you celebrate, or if you do not celebrate at all, regardless, mm. uh, we thank you for listening. Uh Don't forget our Patreon opportunity, Patreon.com/slash/TheBeardedOnes. It's one pound and gets you access to all the videos and all the silliness and all the discussions and just it's a lot of fun. Uh, yep. Go over to YouTube, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday me, Chris, Movies and Munchies, don't forget, Saturday, January 6th, um, at various time zones throughout the world, we will be live doing our show and taking questions, comments, uh, whatever from you and interacting live, uh, which we're- Yeah,
0: so hit that notification bell so that when we go live, if you've forgotten about it, you, you get that kind of note saying, hey, these guys are live. You may want to catch some of what's going on with the shenanigans as it's uh our first it'd be great to have you watching and listening with us
1: absolutely because we, we can set a um a thing where it also reminds you right even mm. outside of the yeah, notification. you can hit that yeah. yeah so
0: once once we know we can program it to say hey send reminders yeah cool cool
1: well yeah. we, we look forward to talking with you there and with that we will see you next time take care